Ahoy there, matey. Welcome aboard the world of boating. Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. You're going to need a bigger boat. Brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. I was just looking in to buy a boat of my own. Call World of Boating toll-free now at 1-888-28-BOAT. That's 1-888-828-BOAT. And welcome. This is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick, Barry the Boater, Mike the Mariner, rounding out the crew as we attempt to navigate the latest boating news and information and uh, abuse you on Facebook Live and YouTube and Twitch. Uh, Barry's a boater. Uh, He's he's playing with leftover Halloween costumes. And I'll tell you Mm -hmm. what, it was an improvement. Uh, His costume was definitely an improvement over what we typically see for Barry Zeboter on the World of Boating, because, of course, uh, he went as me. Yeah, this this is Greg after he's had three cups of coffee. Yeah. That's, hey, Barry, uh, can, can you send that to me so I can make that my virtual background on Zoom? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> sure. I think it's it terrifying. ought to be the uh, background on your uh, <laughs> on your cell phone. and <laughs> Yeah. What is that? What are those googly eyes you got on there? You pasted something. You changed your uh, Halloween costume. No, those, there, those are your eyes. I, I, had, I just enhanced them a little bit. Okay. Well, he has been enhanced. He has been improved. <laughs> well, I don't know about that. He's yeah. been enhanced anyhow. Okay. So anyway, if you choose to view... Uh, what we're doing here on World of Boating on Facebook Live or YouTube and Twitch, uh, we apologize in advance, as always. So, uh, you know, Mike the Mariner, right before airtime, said somebody was coming in and having some problems to your marina in Sanford and almost oh, uh, yeah. lost control. What happened? Yeah, too, it's breezy yeah. in Central it's Florida very, today. Very, yeah, it's very, very windy. Last night when we got to the boat, the winds were out of the east and very, very blustery. Well, this morning... Um, we got up and of course that low pressure system moved across the state of Florida. It's now off, off the coast of the, uh, of Jacksonville and the winds totally changed direction. And in our Marina, there's a, a large, uh, dinner cruise vessel, uh, called the Barbara Lee. It's a, it's a paddle wheeler. So yeah. it's got a flat bottom, you know, it's basically a barge with, with, uh, paddles. Right. And, uh, so very tall vessel, not much hole in the water. And, and, uh, when, when he came into the marina, the winds were blowing him away from the dock. So mm. as he approached the dock and made his pivot maneuver, uh, the boat blew away from the dock, and and they had to bring a um, a, a small, I, I guess it's their tender, over and 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 push him back in. But it was pretty exciting. Like a poor man's <laughs> tug uh, for yeah. for that particular vessel, I guess. But yeah, right. and these, yeah. Uh, you know, the winds that we have in Central Florida. Uh, today and yesterday, we we had uh, some crazy uh, winds. I mean, it was very blustery. Mm-hmm. It was a blustery day, as they say in uh, Pooville. Is that what it is? Uh, where where Winnie yeah. the Pooh lives? It was windy last night on the boat. I mean, all night long, the boat was moving around. Yeah, and, you know, you could feel the feel the lines tugging. Well, you know, it's unpredictable the, because it wasn't like a steady mm-hmm. wind. It was it was uh, these gusts, and that is it's like not, the, it's not unpredictable. What do you mean? It's not. I mean, if it's, it's gusty. A cold front was coming down. The winds. I'm not saying that the, the wind east, southeast yeah. to the west. Yeah, but if they're gusting uh, all over the place and, and not consistent, it could catch you off guard, Barry. Come then on, then you should no, go out. They're consistently well, from right. the west during this time. Okay, but if they're gusting, 
and yes. you're not expecting a, a big gust to come in. It's going to take your boat and you know create a if sail. If you're going out, of it. out when you the know winds the weather are gusting, yeah, you should not be going out. Right. Well, that is true. Period. But what what if you're in like uh, on the intercoast or on a lake like that, and you're just trying to dock? That that's like the worst conditions to try to. Get Those back to the dock. Yeah. All of a sudden, it, what Barry's yeah. saying is they knew the front was coming through. It's not like you were out and all of a sudden this storm blew in from nowhere. Mm-hmm. Right. You don't go out. You say, you know what, guys? We can't go out today. Hey, you know what? Dinner cruise boat. Yeah, it's going to cost us some money, but you know what? It's not going to, it's really not going to be an enjoyable time out on <laughs> the water, well, especially this, the St. John's, because you come past certain areas as you make these bends. These turns on the river, and all of a sudden you get blasted. Well, understand, twenty twenty hindsight uh, is everything. But let's say you were out there and you get caught. So, uh, what, are there any tips that you could share as a captain, Patrick, that might help you uh, navigate something like that? What What else would you do other than use your dinghy as a uh, a you, poor you, man's uh, tug to get you back it, to dock, like uh, that in, guy in that incident? In that instance, where the the big river boat was coming back in. Mm-hmm. I throw out get, the bow. Get, every, I, get everybody you can out on the dock yeah. to handle dock lines. Right. Get your get your best dock line handlers out on the boat, mm-hmm. and you mm-hmm. come in and you throw your lines and you get pulled in. You throw out your bow line, then you could use your engines to push in your rear. Not on that paddle boat. <laughs> uh, yeah, but that paddle boat doesn't paddle really paddle, does it? Is that yeah, a fake paddle? Oh, or? oh no, no, no! It's, no, it's, it's a real paddle wheel boat. Wheeler. Yeah. So, so it has it's, no it's, props underneath. No props. No, no it's a, so no, it is a true paddle wheeler. Right. So you're not you're not going like all right, full reverse. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, so I've actually been on the bridge, uh, you know, on a dinner cruise on that boat, mm-hmm. and um, it it operates like any other boat. It has uh, two paddles uh, at the stern, and they're split, and so you drive it like any other boat. It has two uh, two throttles. It's high. It's um, the engine. RPMs stay constant because all the engines are. There's two engines on the boat. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's they're, two they're jet just turbines. Hot. No, no, no. <laughs> they're just they're, they're they're diesel. They're Cummins diesel engines, and they're just uh, hydraulic pumps. That's all they are mm-hmm. because the paddles are uh, hydraulically driven. So forward and reverse is just like my boat. Uh, you, you you can split the throttles and spin the boat because the there, paddles can can, can spin in opposite directions. And, there's no lag between. Your shift from forward into reverse in a situation like that? No, no. Actually, on that boat, it's instantaneous. So all, all you're doing is uh, when you're when you're moving the, the the throttles, which are not really the throttles. The engines are running at the same RPM the whole right. time. The, the 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 levers are simply just um, opening and closing hydraulic valves, okay, and diverting valves. So so the second you you uh, put it in reverse, the the paddles immediately start rolling backwards. Wow, yeah, that you must put some stress on it. But, but yeah, but you still don't have the response, if you will, because you've got these paddles that are turning versus like your boat or a uh, twin stern drive or twin pod drive where you're probably turning uh, twin props and, you know, or your joystick control at that point. Uh, well, he's, he, they have, pr- th- those paddles have pretty good authority. He can spin that boat pretty well. The, the, the exception is in a high wind when you know, yeah. it's a flat bottom boat, so the, it, you know it, it weather vanes like crazy. Mm-hmm. Whereas my boat doesn't. My boat Play. has the engines and the uh, fuel tanks are right in the center of the boat, and, and of course I have props under the boat, so my center of gravity is very very low. 
and and my tanks and engines are very heavy. So in a crosswind, my boat doesn't weather vane like that. And your and your height above water isn't as high, right? Well, did you uh, he, I, see the captain of that paddle wheel boat? Was he like uh, freaking out? Yeah. I mean, or no, like- no, no, they were actually calm. I was listening to them on their working channel, and mm-hmm. he, he was just saying, "Hey, the boat's uh, leaving the dock. I need you to move to the bow and push me in." And 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 no, they handled it great. Yeah, he uh, did, he didn't call it Charlie Foxtrot or anything like that. They kind no, of, he did not. Probably a situation <laughs> like that. Other than your your line handlers would be probably to call ahead and have your service boat out and yep. ready because you just know. It's going to be tricky, really, mm-hmm. really difficult to do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, we've seen this happen out on uh, like Table Rock Lake where some charters went out when they shouldn't have. They had the, the weather advisories and those turned really, really bad. So, you know, um, yeah. Mike has a lot of issues up there. They blow up uh, wave runners and they yeah. have boats <laughs> crashing. <laughs> Oh, I mean, I've seen I've seen boats come off trailers and slide down the ramp into the water because they disconnected the boat at the top of the ramp. And well, that's the quick I, way to launch. It, it's that's just good entertainment stuff you see. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's amazing on, on a good busy afternoon. Walking up to the boat ramp, you know, is a great thing to. <laughs> it's it's great to watch. <laughs> and if you if you want to get a really good idea of how windy it was and how choppy it made the conditions, go to the World of Boating Facebook page. Or worldofboating.com there's a couple pictures that were snagged from some uh some uh inlet video uh live stream uh at boca um you know one one boat vertical i mean truly oh. vertical standing on its transom at um, the boca inlet you mean yeah oh that's a dangerous inlet <laughs> yeah and, and with the conditions you guys had down there the last uh, 24 36 hours yeah um uh, people were still going out <laughs> it's like you know, uh, and again, there, there's one again, the, the center console, which is literally on its transom, um, it's straight yeah. up in the air. And another one that came off to the starboard side, uh, got launched and pretty much the only thing in the, the, the water was the engines. And then the passenger is there, you know, with her feet up on the console, you know, and it's like, Hey, uh, look at me. Nice and relaxed. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Nice and relaxed. Getting ready to get slammed. Right. Well, you know, if it yeah. weren't for those folks, we wouldn't have nothing to watch on YouTube. So God bless them. And thank, uh, yeah, thank you true. for you the entertainment. Watch, you can watch World of Boating on YouTube. Okay, like I said, yes. uh, you know, for entertainment ah, purposes, yes. If, you, if you're into watching car wrecks and things like that, slow down. You know, yeah, World of Boating might be a good option for you. Whoa! Oh, oh, it, my eyes are burning. Hey. Or Googling or something. I don't know. More coming up on the World of Boating. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. Hosting a radio show about scuba diving and boating is one of the best gigs on the planet. It's actually part of my job to check out and report on cool new products I personally use to enhance my diving and boating adventures. However, I do believe in sharing the joy, and this is why we've added Nanook protective hard cases to our list of products you can now purchase on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Nanook cases are designed to protect the most sensitive equipment in the harshest environments. Underwater photographers, listen up. From their high-impact NK 
resin to their exclusive Power Claw latches. Nanook has raised the bar for those of you that demand the best protection for your gear. Plus, Nanook protective cases cost less than similar products currently on the market. The company has been around for over 15 years, but it's new to the U.S., so we've made a small number of Nanook cases available exclusively for you at a special introductory price on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Go there now and check out Nanook, the evolution of protection. Be an explorer in the other two-thirds of your world. Be the buddy who takes the kids in the aquarium instead of just to it. Be adventurous. Be amazed. Be a diver. Even Keatley wasn't ready for me or anything that followed. Chased by a police department led by his ex-girlfriend and hunted by brain-fork-wielding Fijian assassins, it's everything he can do to keep from getting locked up, killed, or worse. Kava Screw is available as an ebook for $2.99 at Amazon.com. Kava Screw. Put a brain fork in him. He's done. successfully navigated the sea of commerce and now are clear to cruise with the world of boating i do like the one the radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle the sun the sea air good friends brought to you by worldofboating.com your internet portal for the boating enthusiast kids love to dress like pirates the murderers and rapists that pirates were <laughs> Being a pirate is all fun and games, so somebody loses an eye. It hurts like it blazes, it makes you pull faces, but you can't let your mates see you cry. A fancy black patch will cover the hatch, making sure the soccer stays dry. Being a pirate is all fun and games, so somebody loses an eye. It's so hard to be a pirate. pirate, pirate. You can't be a pirate with all your This is the world of boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick uh, Barry, is a boater, and Mike the Mariner. Um, and, and as we said earlier, if you're watching us on Facebook Live, YouTube, or Twitch, uh, Barry has replaced his video with uh, his Halloween costume of me. Definitely an upgrade, uh, despite the eyes, the googly eyes that he's put on I my face. I think you have glaucoma. I, you know, I, I'm borderline blind, so I, I'm not sure what I'm looking at. And he has really yellow teeth. But once again, I do believe it is an upgrade for Barry's Boater. Yeah, I don't think that's just me. You'd back me oh, up on there uh, on that, wouldn't you, Mike? Come on. Yes, uh, I yeah, would. Yeah, see? See? Yeah, I, I think we should Got see back, more of buddy. Greg. Tracy okay. on uh, Facebook has already said, yes, I agree, totally. He's mm-hmm. way more attractive than Barry. So mm-hmm. thanks for the upgrade, Barry. Or thanks. You're you. welcome. Uh, my You're self-esteem welcome. has been uh, pumped Boosted, up. huh? Captain Patrick, what guitar? say you? Another guitar. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. He's looking at my guitars. That's what, the, I, what, I, what I say is this. Um, yeah. First thing, 
we have had a multitude of requests for you to provide a playlist of, of the music that's used on World of Boating. Never going to happen. Yeah, the music is never cool. going to happen. Of course it won't. Okay, so we have to keep our the- secrets close to our chest. We got to keep a, a little bit of mystery in there, Patrick. Come on, what are you doing? <laughs> He doesn't want to pay the copyright. Try, try, exactly. <laughs> Trying to have you create a playlist no. for our listeners no, because they requested one. No. Sorry. Okay. Not going to happen. Uh, second thing is uh, <laughs> Mike has now been with the show what seems like an eternity, but yeah. really has only been about three months. Okay. He needs a and raise. In that time, we. we I'm going to double his stru- salary. For the we record, struggled. right now, today, starting this minute in time, I declare Mike the Mariner now gets double the pay of what he started. You're welcome. We, str- we struggled a bit <laughs> finding a moniker for him, and we finally settled on Mike the Mariner. Yeah. And then we were trying to find kind of a niche for him, how he could really usefully contribute to the show uh, in a positive manner. So we now present to you, our listeners, hmm. useless boating facts with Mike the Mariner. So, so the question is, this is useless boating facts by Mike the Mariner, but you wanted me to contribute in a useful manner to the show? Yeah. How does this work, Patrick? <laughs> I'm, I'm confused. putting him to use. Um, <laughs> I didn't well, say what you were going to say was useful. Someone needs to. The usefulness okay. of this information is uh, in the ears of the uh, beholder. Uh, listener. Yeah. Okay. Yes. So what is it? What, yes. what kind of useless fact? According to Captain Patrick that you have for us today, Mike. Okay, so, so you know, I'm going through my shopping list on things to get for this vessel versus the vessel I sold before. Yeah. And the vessel I sold before, I left all the flags. Okay. So now I'm, 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 I'm shopping for flags. And so I was doing a little bit of Googling and trying to figure out what I should look for. In a and flag. I found, okay. I, in a flag. Yeah. Because you know, there's, you know, of course you're going to fly the, the, the U.S. ensign. Sure. And... And placement and where it should go is, you know, that's one of the things I was looking for. Mm -hmm. Uh, Although I I kind of knew that, but I was looking for, were there any rules or, or standards? And it turns out there are, and it turns out that um, there, there is a, uh, a chart of ensign uh, sizes and, and placement uh, based on the, the length of your boat. Oh, really? So, so the size yeah. of the flag is determined by the size of your vessel. That is correct. Interesting. And then I thought there were just, in, uh, you know, like minimums, but you're saying it. So your boat that you have right now, uh, once again, is, is how long? Give, give the rundown it's, real quick. Uh, it, it, it's, it's, it's a 39, 39 uh, Silverton. Okay. Yeah, 39 Silverton. So, so, uh, and, and call it a 40 footer. So between 40 and 45 feet, you use the same size flag. I see. For, for, for the U.S. ensign. And then, uh, of course, your personal ensign or your, your, your club ensign or whatever ensign that you're flying that, that is your personal choice um, has to be smaller, of course. Than and it's below the, the uh, U.S. flag. Well, no. Uh, no, you fly the U.S. flag at the stern. And you fly your personal ensign at the bow. Okay, and if you yeah. don't do this, if you don't get the proper size, is it bad form, or do you get uh, like in some kind of trouble? Well, well, it's not a law. Okay, it's just a, you know, right. it's, it's etiquette. A, it's just a, kind it's of thing. etiquette, right? Right. In fact, in fact, that's that's actually the word I I I used to during my search was flag etiquette on uh, vessels, and so I, I thought that was you know I thought that was pretty interesting. But then the other thing I found. Well, that Patrick didn't think it was very interesting. 
Well, no, he called this useless information. <laughs> I know. Yeah, right. That's my point. <laughs> right. So this, so this is useless information. <laughs> okay. But, but, but the other thing I found is there is a, a specific order in which you are to deploy and then remove your flags when the vessel is not in motion or in use. So if you're on your vessel and you're deploying the flags, um, the U.S. ensign uh, is deployed first and then all others. And then when you are removing the flags, all the other ensigns come down and then the U.S. ensign comes down last. I see. Okay. So this is uh, just proper flag etiquette. And if you don't mm-hmm. do it properly, you're just basically showing your cards that, hey, you're an idiot. You don't really know what you're doing when it comes to flags. So well, even, if you do, even if you do the flags correctly, you could still be an idiot. Well, but, true. Barry, I mean, <laughs> let's say you. So, You're so, the expert so the, in that regard, yeah. The, the, the flag from Hooters should not be larger than the uh, flat, the U.S. flag. Well, first of all, there would be two flags if you're uh, in that case, wouldn't it? <laughs> okay. Now, that doesn't apply if you're in Alabama. <laughs> oh, really? The Hooters flag is bigger. He's bigger. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's, right. it's good to know. Interesting. Okay, so mm. I, I don't know. I found that uh, intriguing. I don't know if it was totally useless, but uh, great first attempt there, uh, Mike. So <laughs> thank you. <laughs> I'll do more research. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, we we are going to make this a a somewhat regular segment. It will be useless boating facts okay. with Mike the Mariner, based we on how well that one went. Is that what you're saying? It doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, found a use for me. Okay. Well, fair enough. He's he's earning that double, uh, you know, that increase in pay. You know, Thank you by, for that increase in pay. He, he needs a hat. Handy. He needs a hat? Nah, that'll cost a, money. Uh, We're sorry. Uh, <laughs> hey, we just doubled his pay, yeah. Barry. He can yeah, afford okay. his own damn hat. Okay. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Guitars are getting expensive, aren't that's they? That's right. Look at these things. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Hey, uh, speaking of Alabama... <laughs> okay. um, as we're as we're now in our uh, post boat show letdown, uh, we got some news coming out of Alabama. Actually, Pensacola, Florida. When we come back. Uh, pretty much the same. More coming up on the world of boating. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. This is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick Barry, the boater. Also, Mike the Mariner with some useless boating information. He already shared that today. You'll have to wait till next week for a little bit more. So, uh, Alabama is back in the news when it comes to boating uh, or Pensacola. They're kind of interchangeable, I think. Uh, yeah, this this is a boating uh, mayhem out on the water. Um uh, Alabama man accused of intentionally crashing his boat into another. And you'll never guess the reason why. Anybody boat want rage. To guess the boat reason rage why? is what it was. Yeah. That, no, you no, need to read no, at, no. what happened to where he went and after this other boater. Uh, he didn't share the beer. No. Oh, that would right. definitely uh, create an issue, I would say. Okay. Mm. So why? Have Patrick? anything to do with moonshine? Uh, no. Nope. Mm. I'm surprised That's nobody guess. guessed. I did it. Did it have to wait? Wait. What? Surprised nobody guessed that the other boat wasn't flying the right size flag. Ah, considering what we had just talked about. Uh huh. But that's not the reason. Okay. Um, Orange Beach man was arrested in Pensacola after being accused of intentionally crashing his boat into another. 
Kenneth Gordon is charged with reckless operation of a vessel, failure to report an accident, aggravated battery, and criminal mischief. So uh, these boats are out on the water, and um, one boat goes past, this boat uh, goes past the boat that Mr. Gordon is in, and there was a wake, and apparently Mr. Gordon was upset that his boat got rocked. So he went after the other boat and then rammed the other boat which caused two passengers on his boat to be ejected into the water. Ah, that'll be nice. Hi, Captain Ramming Speed. Gordon picked up the two people who got tossed from his boat and left the area. And, uh, of course, police uh, caught up to him. Hmm. Um, Gordon, for this fit of water rage, four broken ribs, a collapsed lung, (laughs) and uh, the other four passengers on his boat reported back pain and bruising uh passengers on the boat that he hit uh reported uh back pain and knee injuries and currently at six thousand dollars to repair the boat's damage of course he was jailed and then released on a fifty five hundred dollar bond well i think he got his point across didn't he yeah that's one way to do it probably not a very effective let alone economical way but there you go learn from his uh, actions You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. Welcome aboard. I will be your captain. You'll be my scallywags. I don't know what that means, but you will be them. And here's how we play. Thank you for your attention and welcome aboard. Let's go. This is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick, Barry Zeboder, Mike the Mariner, rounding out the crew as we navigate the latest boating news and information and share a few stories where you can learn from a bunch of boating idiots and uh, make sure you're not uh, one of those folks we'll be reporting on next week. Like that guy in Pensacola. Yeah, uh, that was, you know, he, he let the, his emotions get the best of him, it sounds like to me, Patrick. Uh, that and probably a little bit of uh, alcohol there. I think. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That that was in the story as well. Uh, uh, that'll do it. So, you know, it's, yeah, you're responsible for the wake that your boat puts out, but encountering a wake is just a, it's a, a fact of life when it comes to boating. Yeah, as long as it's not being done in a uh, egregious manner, if you will, or intentionally to to really you know cause somebody harm or damage, and we've all seen those, especially down in Barry's area. And Mike, I know uh-huh. up in your area, I know right once you get yeah. underneath the uh, the railroad Seven. bridge there, right, and you pass the marina on your left, there used to be years ago a guy that would sit out on the end of that dock. Unbelievable! I can't believe yell. you're bringing that up. He was there last week, and 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 I I can't believe the the thing is. So the Barbara Lee, the big paddle wheeler, uh, we were approaching each other. He was he was coming the other direction, and I was going towards. I was just approaching the bridges, and he told he called me on the radio and said, "Silhouette, the guy's at the end of the dock yelling at people." And sure enough, I cleared the bridge, and this guy was and I. I was creating a wake that wouldn't knock over a, I mean, I was idle speed and this guy's standing there yelling. I don't know how much he had to drink, but I mean, 
I think just the right amount. That guy's been there for that guy's been out there for about 25, 30 years. I think it's the same guy because he's he's been there the whole time I've been on this river. Yeah, I mean, what, what is he I saying? Anything we can share on the radio or no? No, I didn't no, think no. so. I could yeah. not say some of the stuff that he says, but um, but uh, yeah, let's I mean, go boating. Is that what he was saying? Mm-hmm. Let's go boating. Yes, let's go boating. <laughs> That's exactly what he's saying. Let's go boating. Uh-huh. But yeah, no, he's still out there doing it. All right. Yeah. Well, God bless yeah, him. And, you know, especially in areas that are congested, like where Mike boats going up river. Um, you get into some pretty skinny areas and at, even at the posted speed, which is, it's still what, 25, 30, um, at max, it's, tw- it's 25, uh, uh, in areas where it's not, uh, a no wake or slow zone. So it's right. 25 no miles zone, anything like that. So yeah, I'm you know, in no you're, danger you're, of breaking that speed limit with my boat and, and mm. you're, you're, you're moving at 25 in some boats. And I had this argument with a with a law enforcement officer years ago out there because the area I was in was minimum wake. Well, the boat I was on put out a much smaller wake at 38 miles an hour than it did at 24. Right. Many so boats do. he was like, yeah. didn't you see that? So I said, yeah, I'm putting out a minimum wake. It's not a posted s- speed limit. It just says minimum wake. I'm putting out a minimum wake with my boat. Correct. Well, well, I actually, well, I actually, believe it or not, I, I talked my way out of that ticket. I don't know how you did hmm. that, but 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 they've changed all the signs. They now say slow speed minimum wake. There you go. Uh, that that makes all the difference. So yeah. they've changed the signs. You, the minimum wake is just not just minimum wake because yeah, you could go through at a hydroplane at 150 miles an hour and barely create a ripple. Yeah, and you you come around some of those bends in the river, and there's somebody that's doing some fishing off to the side. He's out in the. Uh, the, the 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 hydrilla and stuff and you don't see them so you know it, it, it's a frustrating certainly as a boater at times in the area where you're at to be on and off on and off on and off instead of just saying you know what i'm just going to run at x we're going to enjoy the cruise up river you know mm-hmm. on our way up to blue springs or up to silver glen wherever it is that we're we're, we're heading to maybe heading all the way up to jacksonville we're just going to enjoy the trip and not have to be constantly on and off of plane, slowing down, coming off plane every time we encounter somebody that's, you know, again, being courteous that we see fishing off to the side. Unfortunately, I've encountered people fishing right in the middle of the channel, which yes. is infuriating to me because it's a navigable channel. You shouldn't be right there in the center that's where the yeah, fish that's are where the, that's where yeah, the best fish are so yeah, absolutely. I be to, it's a free country why can't i fish in the middle of the channel uh, yeah the, yeah the, well you technically can uh-huh. you can um, but it's bad but, form but, though it's bad but. form if you're if you're if you're taking up a significant part of the navigable waterway especially in a bend but yeah. uh, you know there's a lot of spec fishermen out now because it's you know the spec season <laughs> is uh, starting so so you see they more fish on spec. That's a type they of fish, fish, well, okay, they fish in the middle versus, uh, you <laughs> no, know, you no, fish no. for bass generally, you know, along, along the sides, you know, along the, the, uh, the, the bank of the river. Right. And, and the specs and tend stuff. to, yeah, this time of year, the specs are more in the middle. The, the specs are a joke. type of fish though, right? <laughs> yes. Correct. Yes. Is that yes. short for perch. something? Yeah. What? Speckled perch. Speckled perch. Speckled okay. Perch. Yeah. As we've all spent a considerable amount of time behind uh, the wheel at the helm, with the exception of Greg, who uh, rides as a passenger. Yeah, but I was uh, behind the helm. Hello. What is the 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 weirdest thing that you've encountered on the water? Besides bearing. Mm-hmm. 
and and this is going to lead us into a story. So, hmm. you know, I wish we I knew we had homework. We always what, you have can't homework, think on the but fly. You don't follow us. No, that's that's the problem. No, no what's don't. the weirdest thing you've seen out on the water, Barry? You've seen a lot of things. Uh, Greg, Columbus Day uh, Regatta. I, I Greg. saw. Well, the Columbus Say Day. I said, well, yeah, besides Greg, no, I've seen this. I saw this floating island one time. It was a barge that looked like an island with some kind of party barge. And it had the palm trees and all that other stuff. And people were dancing and playing music as it was going down the intercoastal. That, that was pretty strange. That's lame. Uh, Mike, <laughs> that was lame. <laughs> hmm. Well, they were strangest. So strangest thing or co- so strangest thing? A- a- strangest, well, strangest, weirdest, yeah. most unique. Uh, you know, hmm. um, prob- probably uh, passing um, the what we call the Redneck Riviera, Fort Florida. You know, some of the people partying and some of the things you see when <laughs> that you people are unsee, having maybe. a really, really great time. You're right, yeah. exactly. Like that, that one guy unsee. with the uh, the speedo. There's like, oh, jeez, yeah. all, well, all that, all that. You saw me that? in my speedo. I did. N- no. <laughs> Thank out God. in California, <laughs> out in California, off the coast of Marina del Rey, um, a gentleman by the name of Casro Casravani um, was on his brand new sailboat. Um, he's a novice boater, uh, has really taken to the water, um, loves it so much. He didn't know how to swim, even learned how to swim, which is always a good idea mm-hmm. uh, if you're going to be spending time out on the water, just in case. Mm-hmm. So he's out on his boat. Uh, with a bunch of friends, and they're out, and they they spot a a, a pod of dolphins. So they're out there, and they're they're not chasing them because they're in a sailboat. They're just watching them frolic and stuff. And what do you think they see? A naked coming woman up out of the water. Naked woman. You read the story. <laughs> what are you talking about? I don't read. It was a naked woman. Yeah. They hello. Saw, saw, saw a single hand reaching up from the frigid waters of mm-hmm. the Pacific Ocean. And they hoisted up a naked, shivering woman onto the deck of his twenty-five foot boat. And after they they were like, "Oh, thank you, God. thank you, Lord, thank you, thank you, thank you." Uh, uh, we're just heading like, out to the Pacific. Now we'll be back into the land in about yeah. twenty years. And then, and then they were like, "Oh, wait a minute, she's in trouble. We better we better take care of her." Right. Yeah. So apparently, she she decided to go skinny dipping off the beach, and mm-hmm. got caught, I guess, in a rip current, and had been out in the water for. 12 hours. She's oh, she That's amazing. Because that water's yeah. cold. Oh, yeah. 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 Maybe the dolphins kept her warm or something. <laughs> it peed all around the area. Excuse me? I <laughs> To keep her warm. Oh, okay. You said there was a pot of dolphins. They were probably swimming around here. And, okay. You know, yeah, she right. she warm went out the water. For about midnight, uh, 12 hours earlier, she decided to go skinny dipping off of Venice Beach. Mm-hmm. And um, the average water temperature in September is 68.4 degrees. Mm-hmm. Yeah, But she that, had enough booze in her to probably keep her warm or not really realize, not like, hey, wait a minute. Where, where the heck am I? Who knows? Man, that's that's cold. That's cold yeah. water. Yeah. She, she yeah, had, you think about the springs in Florida that are 71 degrees, and right. that's cold. That is very cold, you know? no doubt. Yeah, but that's that's warm when it's, you know, 30 degrees in the air temperature. But it wasn't okay. yeah. uh, that yeah. at the time. No, not yeah. there. I'm talking about no. the springs. Uh, okay. Oh, yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, maybe. Then it feels I, like I wouldn't. Bath water. Uh, I wouldn't recommend uh, swimming naked in the uh, springs either. Actually, 
Uh, we wouldn't recommend you swimming mm-hmm. naked. Yeah. <laughs> no, when, uh, I, when I got my uh, freshwater diving certification, um, I uh, it was at uh, not Blue Springs. It was at Deleon. Uh, Deleon. Oh. Yeah, yeah, the Leon Springs, and mm-hmm. it was 28 degrees outside during the winter. It was one of the coldest days in Florida history, and I didn't want to get out of the water. Yeah, you you got yeah, in there, it was like getting been, in the hot tub, 72 exactly. degrees. Yeah, it's all relative, you know, so if it's, the air temperature is uh, is colder, it can feel like an upgrade for sure, but it generally will get you regardless. More coming up on the World of Boating. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. Do you have a message or product you need to share with the boating world? Well, look no further than the World of Boating Radio Show. Just like you, thousands of boating enthusiasts are hearing this message. And we could be talking about you and your product or service as early as next Saturday. Remember, a terrible thing happens when you don't advertise. Nothing. Go to worldofboating.com, send us an email, and let's get to work to make your marketing message matter. Traffic sucks, unless you're scuba diving with Mike Scott. Mike glanced down at his dive computer. It showed less than 50 PSI left in his tank. Probably just a few more breaths. Or riding shotgun in a thrilling car chase. One bullet hit the Jeep's windshield, spider webbing the passenger side. Mike shifted into second gear and felt the Jeep leap forward. This just got serious. Escape your commute with audiobooks from author Eric Douglas. Download to your phone. Go to booksbyeric.com or audible.com. Hosting a radio show about scuba diving and boating is one of the best gigs on the planet. It's actually part of my job to check out and report on cool new products I personally use to enhance my diving and boating adventures. However, I do believe in sharing the joy, and this is why we've added Nanook protective hard cases to our list of products you can now purchase on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Nanook cases are designed to protect the most sensitive equipment in the harshest environments. Underwater photographers, listen up. From their high-impact NK resin to their exclusive power claw latches, Nanook has raised the bar for those of you that demand the best protection for your gear. Plus, Nanook protective cases cost less than similar products currently on the market. The company has been around for over 15 years, but it's new to the U.S., so we've made a small number of Nanook cases available exclusively for you at a special introductory price on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Go there now and check out Nanook, the evolution of protection. successfully navigated the sea of commerce and now are clear to cruise with the world of boating i do like the one the radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle the sun the sea air good friends brought to you by worldofboating.com your internet portal for the boating enthusiast this is the world of boating greg your first mate captain patrick barry z boater mike the mariner rounding out the crew as we navigate the latest boating news and information Okay, so uh, we've covered a lot already, uh, yep. and we only got a few minutes left. What are we yep. going to uh, touch on before we let our uh, passengers, uh, you know, back on the dock there, Patrick? If the but, wind's not blowing, yeah. The uh, the Florida Georgia game uh, a week ago, uh, the Coast Guard 
found somebody that was running an illegal charter. Mm. And this is kind of a warning. I mean, if you're if you're looking at char- you know uh, chartering a vessel, hiring a captain, you need to do your homework. Make sure that they are properly licensed, that their boat has been properly inspected, meets all the requirements. But the Coast Guard did want to make uh, this uh, information available. Uh, charters that violate a captain of the port order can face over ninety five thousand dollars in fines. Some potential civil penalties for illegally operating a passenger vessel are up to $7,800 for failure of operators to be enrolled in a chemical testing program, uh, otherwise known as uh, I'm enrolled in a drug consortium uh, for the, uh, the, the drug testing, uh, up to $4,800 for failure to provide a Coast Guard certificate of inspection for vessels carrying more than six passengers for hire up to $16,000 for failure to produce a valid certificate of documentation for vessels over five gross tons. And if you don't know how to work out the tonnage of your vessel and you're a charter captain, you are, should not be a charter captain. Uh, hmm. Up to $12,000 for failure to have been issued a valid stability letter prior to placing vessel in service with more than six passengers for hire, up to $95,000 for every day of failure to comply with a captain of the port order. Stability? As in yes. when you walk and you don't keel over? No, the, for the, the vessel, when you're, you know, OUPV, uh, known as a six-pack, uh, you're, you're up to six passengers. When you are for charter like that, your vessel needs to have a letter of stability, meaning that it meets the requirement and isn't going to uh, oh, capsize. capsize. Okay, I get it. Yeah, that, that would prop- be kind of a prerequisite for for a vessel you're going to go out well, on. Well, you could fix that with a couple of 55-gallon drums and a 2x4x8. And a, what, a life vest. <laughs> Here you go. Yeah, the, the, the Coast Guard does not considerable, consider movable ballast to be a valid solution mm. uh, for stability. I'm just letting okay. you know that right now. Well, that rules like out Barry. That. Yeah, you can't, I, ha- I haven't been there. I just know. Mm-hmm. So you can't. How do did any they catch engineering? Yeah, how did they catch yeah. these uh, folks that broke the rules at the game? There, Patrick, does it say on the well, story? They they go out and they check, and okay. you, you know, usually in these areas, the Coast Guard knows who is. They know the charter boat captains, right? And all of a sudden, there's a vessel out there, and you know, it's got. You know, there's 12 people on it, and, and they play music. They want to do an inspection, then they start questioning, and it's like, oh yeah, we hired the boat. Next thing you know, it's like, all right, where's your merchant mariner credential? Where's right. this? Where's that? Where's your life jacket? So Where, and the so the moral of this story is don't do it because it's a uh, you know more trouble than it's worth. And if you are, make sure all your passengers know that oh we're just our friends going out <laughs> on my friend's boat. Well, For God's well, sake, don't tell the, them that the you hired me. The workaround could be that you sell T-shirts with your boat's name on it for a thousand dollars, and then you're just offering to give them a ride at no charge. I don't think that will uh, that'll fly. I didn't say it would. Yeah. That won't fly. Yeah, I didn't say it I've, would. I've yeah. seen something like that somewhere before. I'm trying to remember where. No, if they say yeah, they it, didn't it pay the guy. With, it had to do with no. It had to do with scalping tickets. That you, the way you would get around scalping tickets is you would offer something that was very expensive and the tickets at normal price. Correct. Package Here, deals. Here's the go. concert shirt. 
that right. I will sell to you for $5,000. Right. And here's these front row tickets that I'll sell to you for face value. There you go. Mm. <laughs> the more no. you learn, the more I, you I think, know. honestly, you know, we have the same thing in uh, aviation. You can't charter a plane uh, or, or offer to pay for for a pilot's gas because that's considered, you know, payment. And that opens right. up a whole can, can of worms. But, you know, if you're just friends... And so, you know, that'd be the potential workaround. Like Zed, I mean, it's not, I don't know if this will hold up in court, but if, if they came and said, hey, what are you guys doing? Oh, we're just a bunch of friends and we came out on my buddy's boat. We're just hanging out, watching the game. Then mm-hmm. you're good to go, aren't you, Patrick? Uh, no comment. Okay. Well, I'm just any saying. Legal, any legal advice that you receive on this show should not it's be It's probably seriously. incorrect. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the views expressed on the world of boating are those of people without captain. a clue <laughs> captain, captain greg <laughs> so there we're covered all right there you go all so right if you're looking to, if you're looking to a charter a vessel hire a captain do your homework um it's 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 it, it's fairly easy to check i mean you ask them for their, their merchant mariner credential ask them for their certificate of inspection uh, things like that because although you won't get fined out on the water if they do get boarded and they're not legally allowed to operate a charter your days over on the water and it's just a big hassle and you're never going to get your money back from them well and god forbid something happens and you die that's really what the ultimate uh uh, thing they're trying to prevent so kind of keep that in mind you're just uh you're playing with uh not fire but your life if you go with uh you know not not a reputable operation you know everything you know other than the world of boating yeah, yeah, nothing like gonna... ending the show on death. <laughs> Thanks, Greg. <laughs> yeah, good point. That'll well be done. an upgrade for this show. All Make right. Anyway, uh, we will wrap it up. That'll do it. Uh, Till next time. Remember, whether it's sail or motor, life is life better, is better as, a motor. as a motor. Safe boating, everyone. World of Boating is brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. Any of this getting through to you, son? World of Boating is a production of Overboard Entertainment Incorporated. Computer standing by. Remember, you can listen live or to archives of past shows worldwide over the internet at (gasps) worldofboating.com. Computers can do that? So tell a friend and come aboard every week for the World of Boating. This is so great. I can't wait. I'm getting goosebumps. Feel me. Feel me. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. TTFN, ta-ta for now. The opinions you just heard on the world of boating are those of the hosts, callers, and guests. They are not necessarily those of any station or network, its management, or advertisers. What are you being such a weenie for? While on the water, your safety and the safety of many others depends on you. So boat smart and operate your vessel only after receiving the proper training and instruction for your area. There is a fine line between genius and madness. Have any questions or comments? Feel free to do so via the web at worldofboating.com.